Okay. So the Pasik in in the beginning of the Tzavim talks about that there, that the Torah is giving this warning, concerned about the possibility that there's somebody who is inside of his heart, he's veering away from the, the commitment to Torah mitzvahs. And he says to himself, Shalom Yihili, that I'm not worried about that anything bad happening to me. Because I will go in my, in my Shrius Libi. So the question is, what does this word Shrius mean? So the Ramban says, When a person is following his desires, Shrius Libi would be the desires of his heart. The, the act of following Taiva when it's becoming very powerful and very strong, very defining of what, what his actions are, that's called Shiriz. Shirira Kayom, we use the language at the end of a, of a, of a, of a uh, star. We say that it's Shirira Kayom, it means it's very strongly um, very uh, accepted as, as fact. Fine. So now, the puzzle says. Um, then the passage continues that probably we should see a language of a Chumash would be helpful this is part of the Kriya for Monday and Thursday so the Torah writes um, maybe there's some some man or woman family or which is veering away from being with Hashem which he wants to go to serve the Avodah maybe there's a root which is producing um, wormwood producing uh, weeds when he hears this claw that we're giving, and he will give himself all his own blessing. He'll say, he'll tell himself that everything is fine because I, I, I will have peace. I can go my own way. So the end of the passage says, in order that so it's very not clear what that what, what that means. So Ramban is going to continue explain. This phrase, Laman Swois Horova Esatsmeo. So you know the word Rova, like you say, Kosi Rivoya, my cup is overfilling. Smeo means thirsty. Swois means to add. It's a lotion of adding. So in order to add on the Rova, the overflowing cup, to the Smeo, to the thirsty cup. That's what all the words mean. What does the phrase mean? The balance is a fascinating idea. You're going to add on something which erstwhile you were satiated from, you, had no, you were not desirable of. And now you're going to add that onto the things that you desire. When a person feels content, not, not, not running after desire, not, he feels he's called Rava. That's right, because I feel, you know, blessed, everything, I have everything I need. Okay, so that's the language of the Rava means that the person feels full, feels satiated. Amisava, person desiring something, he's thirsty. We use that, I'm thirsting for Hashem. Okay, Now the word tam, when the Rishonim use the word tam, they don't mean reason. Actually, they mean the understanding or explanation. Vatam. So now the understanding of the concept which we're talking about here is the following. There are things which a person is rava from. He's not thirsty for. The person does not desire things which are bad for them. But if a person starts developing desires, and he will fill those tithes. So then he will desire more. 
He will desire that item, which he's done, even more. Once he gets used to it, the more he has it, the more it's something which he feels a need to have. But furthermore, something which he had no interest in before, as he expands his horizons, he becomes more involved in Taiva, eventually he will start desiring things beyond his original scope. Things which were not silly, were even were not even good for him. Whereas before he had no interest in them, as he becomes interested in, in Taiva X, he'll end eventually add Taiva Y as well. And he gives an example. A person has desire for beautiful women. If eventually he allows himself to become uh, sunken in that, or, or, or drown, shot drown, means he's, he's um, submerged in it, that's a good word, okay? Submerged into this with that, eventually, he will then desire men or animals. This applies to other types as well. Kenyan Shishir Chachamim said the following concept must be a Roev Marivo Surveya. So the correct attitude towards these issues is that you have to understand that the more that you are trying to must be the desire, you try to fulfill the desire, the more Roev, the more hungry you will be. But Marivo, if you do not fulfill the desire, the desire whether you starve it as it were, you'll feel severe, you will feel full. So a person who goes after the Taiva, by person goes, like he said, the word Sriya means a taiva because he has a strong taiva. And he goes in that way. He will go after these strong desires. Which those are semeya. By doing so, he'll then add, Swoyse means to add, he will take the things which he, till now he had been Rubber from them, he had not been hungry for them. He had been, as it were, full. He has no desire for them. He's satiated. Yosef, she tzmeilem. Yosef nafsha harava imat tzmeil ki yisava yitzma lemashu sveya mimenu v'asher hispia nafsha boy. So things which before now he felt no desire for, he will then develop a desire for, and that's how the Ramban understands the process of how these desires develop. So a person starts with desire X, and if he keeps indulging that, eventually he's going to. Apply it to other areas, uh, to other things beyond that. The next step. So, commentary on our society. Uh, I don't think we need to elaborate <laughs> too much more about you know. I mean, the scary part about it is you know what the next step is behemoth. So I don't you know, but the, you know, like it. And then the next step will be animal rights. That the animals should have a right to use the bathroom. I mean, you know, be careful with that. But um, but then he says this is true. This is true not only in the area of um, intimacy and these type of things, but it's, area, it's, it's true in any area of taiva. So like, there's a different Ramban. The Ramban says, you know, there's people which ha- have these crazy taivas that they, for food, that they eat things which are totally unhealthy for them. Like, he gives an example, they eat, like, you know, they eat charcoal, you know. Right? These people have a taiva for charcoal, eating charcoal. So it's like, where's the government? Eat, eat dirt, you know. Right? So, nowadays, we don't have to really, you know, run that far. Like, you know, we have people which they have things which are clearly unhealthy for them, and, and they know that they're unhealthy for them. You know, certain things. You know, certain our mind is very good at playing games. It says, you know, it's not going to happen to me. You know, yes, it says the people who eat, you know, high cholesterol, but I'm not going to get high cholesterol. And high cholesterol is not going to have not going to have heart because I'm not going to get a stroke because of it. You know, we're very comfortable at, 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 at saying those types of right. But, oh, okay. but then there's. Um, um, there are things which, you know, this individual, even he's aware of the fact that it's unhealthy for him. The doctor has, you know, clarified that he has potential issues. And still, people can't control themselves. Like, that's the word. I, I can't control myself. So, um, who is it? Rebjosef Yosef, the altar from the Vardic, says, you know, he once witnessed the following scene. I think it was altar from the Vardic. It was altar from Kelm. It was altar from Kelm. Altar from Kelm. Once witnessed the following scene. He says he was walking by the marketplace. So, you know, these, have, these people have their push cards and they're, they're competing with each other. So there's two women, like, screaming at each other for, you know, some uh, supposed 
misdeed that one had done to the other, like she had you know, stolen other cuts, whatever it was that you know the argument was about. And they're yelling, and obviously it's escalating, etc. And right then, a customer walks up to the pushcart of one of the women to buy some <coughs> produce. She turns to the person and says, yes, can I help you? And he says, like, how'd she do it? Like, a minute before, she was, like, red for rage, screaming at this other woman. She's livid, you know. And now she's, like, smiling and friendly and etc. Like, how did she do it? He says, apparently, if the motivation is enough, we can control ourselves and change what's going on. And now, be, all right, now it's money. <laughs> right? The issue until now was, you know, whatever, her covet, her, you know, her, her, you know now the issue is now the issue is money. Well, the, the money is, can motivate her to change to the point that she can smile at the person, etc. So we, it's not we don't have self-control, because if the motivation is enough, we'll have, we'll have self-control. If I tell the woman, listen, you know what, if you go over to the woman and say, I apologize, and Make, make, I will give you a billion dollars. She probably say, "Yeah, I can do that." <laughs> right? You know, it's the question of the motivation. So, we have the ability to have self control. Um, <coughs> but uh, what the what the, um, the the point of the, the the Ramban is once we don't exercise self control. It, 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 the, 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 there's a game. The, the game changes. There's yeah. game. It's a game changer. It, it, it's it's, it's you end up going not to where you wanted to go. And he says this applies not only by the Yonim of Zima, but applies to all areas of time as well. Okay. Um, I want to see a few things over here. There's a Sefer Achinuch. I put wrote in the first word because like I wasn't gonna copy the whole page for one word. <laughs> um, so we have the mitzvah the So Chazal Sa'akhbavkam is referring to minus, it's referring to false 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 ideologies of understanding the Kharishborak or the world, etc. incorrectly. And Akhrainachim Khazal say is referring to Znus. So it means shall you It's all the top of the page. A person should not go after that which he sees. Person should not go after the desires of this world. The final result is going to be bad. So again, he he sees that the the prohibition of Znus expands into other areas as well. Shurish Mitzuzu is Nikla. The understanding of this Mitzuzu is obvious. Next paragraph. This will protect you. It's a very important foundation of our religion. We have to understand that the, the, the thoughts are the obvious. The actions are only the results of the thoughts. So, um, the av is, 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 is without the av, there's not going to be any bonim. So, don't think that you know the, the main problem is the bonim, because the, the, the real issue starts with the av. The av over here being these machshavas rows. Um, so, by controlling yourself, you're going to be much better off. If you decide to give in to your improper desires, even one time, it will bring you into it multiple times. And the opposite, you will control yourself. Even, you can, even if you control yourself one time, you'll become easier. It'll become easier as it goes along. The, the relationship which, which humans have with taiva is like the relationship that people who drink wine have with alcohol. People which have this, which are alcoholic, will never say, you know, just one more drink and I'll be happy. You know, I'll never do it again. You know, 
if that's not happens, it keeps going, going, and going, going. Okay, right? I love type of they have a tremendous desire for it. The more they do it, the more they need it. But if they would, one time when they have a desire for wine, they would drink water and control themselves, and they do that a few, you know, sometimes, it would become easier. The more they would exercise self-control, the more each time it would become subsequently easier. So that's true by that marshal, that's true in general when it comes to the world of Taiva. A person who is allowing himself to regularly do Taiva. Each time will get stronger. And each time you control yourself, you'll be able to be, move away and exercise self-control. Okay. Um... um so that's the, the, the concept behind the mitzvah. Now he learns that this, this is a law of the Torah, the Surah of the Vavchem. So he says the next two paragraphs down, a person who is seeking after his, what, what his eyes, a person is going after the desires of the world. He's constantly looking for pleasure. Not for a good purpose. He's not doing it because he wants to be healthy, or to be, even to be happy. You know, to feel like you know comfortable. But rather, he wants to enjoy the world. So a person does that every moment he's being over this love of the Torah. That's how far he takes it. But again, he sees this idea, like, you know what, the more you give in, the more it's going to expand. The Ramban takes it, it's even expand to new areas. He doesn't say that point. But he says, but he does see that this idea that, you understand, it's, it's, it's the, the more you, it's, it, giving in is a game changer. It just makes it worse. Okay. Um, there's a fascinating piece here in Shara Shishai. Let me leave that for a second. Um, go to, to, to page or whatever. I don't put the pages. It's a Sefer Avni Zikor. It's only towards the back of the, the, the packet. <coughs> so he, he's this poem about Tfilish Yemen the Royal. Civilly a young kipper. She says, I'll catch a ton of Fanach Bietzahara. So, would I come in before? She was on the bottom left. I didn't mark it off. It's on the bottom left of the page. No, the page before that. Okay. Yeah, go back one page. Yeah. So the problem is, so what does it mean? All the verses, we don't, we don't, most verses are not done with Yetzirah. Right? I was reading this. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So what do you do with the Yitzhah? What you're saying, this is the case of the Yitzhah Torah, this case of the Yitzhah Torah. Like, you know, what, 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 you know, what, what does it mean? So I would, like to use, I would like to explain this based on the Ramban. By giving into your taiva, indulging it, you'll eventually add on more areas which you, till now, you were not interested in. So he brings the Ramban that we just saw. Okay. And he quotes the whole Ramban. That's the end of that paragraph. So the beginning of the next paragraph. So what's the what's the takeaway from the Ramban? A person indulges an Avera, which he shouldn't do. What happens is, by doing so and allowing himself to do that, he opens up a whole new world in front of him, which he, wasn't, he was not interested in before. So he created a Yetzirah for himself. We created Yetzirahs for ourselves. We were chaytzed to you by creating Yetzirahs, which you didn't have until now, by indulging Taiva X and thereby becoming challenged in Taiva Y. That's the one that's in the same shot. 
The Rashiva said a pshat, the Gifta said a pshat on this, on totally different idea. Uh, totally, you know, if I can say sweet about a, a, a word, it's just totally sweet word. He says like this, all right, the Rosh Hashanah created the Yitzhahara. Now, why do you create the, why do you create the Yitzhahara? Because the Yitzhahara to be a challenge for us. Right? But we're not supposed to give in to the Yitzhahara. The Yitzhahara is supposed to be the challenge. We're supposed to overcome the Yitzhahara. Now, Yitzhahara is a Malach. <coughs> Malach is, is Kaidish. So when you use the Yitzhahara for the wrong purpose, you're being mild behaktish. You're, mis- you're misappropriating something holy for the wrong purpose. So the purpose of the Yitzhahara was that we should be challenged by an overcome it. But you're being challenged by it and giving into it. So you're, you're using the Yitzhahara for the wrong reason. So that's also... That's Mila Behektish. We misuse the Yetzirah. That's why he said It's a very sweet shot. I don't think, I'm not sure he meant it as seriously as shot, but I, but I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he didn't. <laughs> well, it makes sense. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. But it's a beautiful thought. Right? You know, that, you know, there's an opportunity. Basically. You're saying, you know, we, we, what we're saying to the Russian, we, we totally misused the, the desires, the challenges, etc. that you gave us. We, we, we use them for the wrong reason. The purpose was to force us to grow and to be challenged and to think and to learn self-control. And instead, we just, we just indulged them. And then we made, you know, so we, we, we totally got told the whole thing wrong. Um, there's a fascinating, you know, back, back to the, the, the Alter's Nakuda. So the opposite of this indulging is self-control. So there's a mitzvah of parasha of Ubekarta which could have been the topic, topic of the pack if I didn't do that. Um, so what is the mitzvah of Bakar to Bechayim? You're supposed to choose life. So simply understand, there's, you know, like Pasuk says, there's Torah and there's Ra, and there's Chaim and Mavis. So the Torah is the mitzvah, is the mitzvahs and Torah, and that's Chaim. So the mitzvah, it's basically, it's a call, it's a mitzvah, choose, choose Torah and mitzvah as opposed to Averis. Okay. That's one way to understand it. Um, there's actually a fascinating Haredim there's the, the there was a there was a um, the, in the, in the Tzvas, at the time of the, the Rizal and the and the and the Beis Yosef, the Shamash of the Shul was eventually wrote, wrote, wrote a sefer called the Charedim, sefer Charedim. Sefer Charedim is basically for the people which are concerned about mitzvahs. Let's maybe make a list. He makes a list of all the mitzvahs, but he concludes the rises and the Rabbonins and you know everything. But he divides it up in, in an interesting division. Divides up by parts of the body. All the mitzvahs and rare mitzvahs which you can do with your eyes. All the various you can do with your eyes. All the mitzvahs you can do with your ears. All the you can do with your ears. Right? All the mitzvahs you can do with your mind. You know, he goes through every single one of these things. So he basically goes through all the mitzvahs. So he, he talks about the mitzvah of Bechartah Bechayim. See, he understands the mitzvah of Bechartah Bechayim in a fascinating way. You know, there's a lacha, Savak the Raisa Lachomra. You have a Savak and there's an Issa the Raisa, so you have to be Machmer. So he says that's the mitzvah of Bechartah Bechayim. You have a potential. If I have, I have poison in front of me, you know, and a person would choose, he's choosing death. If I have, a, have a, I have a possibility of poison, I wouldn't choose it either, because why would you want to possibly eat poison? So the Torah is saying, when it comes to mitzvahs, so the command tells you that you will to do it when you know for sure it's an Avera. When I'm not sure what's the status, comes the Torah, you must choose a situation where it's doubtful, you must yeah. choose, it's doubtful, I'm not sure if it's an Avera mitzvah or not. Choose, choose Chaim. That's how you understand Pshat. But that's not Pashat Pshat. I don't know if that's Pashat or not. What's the Pashat Pshat? Ben Yardas seems to think that Pashat is a mitzvah of Bechira. As I saw once was translated, it means the mitzvah of the. Um, he calls it the Milas of Bechira. It's the mile of choosing. There's a mile of choosing. So he says, so what does that mean that there's a mile of choosing? Um, it's a, there's a quality called self control. There's a quality means we, we have the ability to choose. A lot of times we we use we 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 have this incendiary types of language we use for ourselves. I can't. I can't control myself. So that was his point. Was you see that you could control yourself? The question is, do you, you, but we keep saying I can't. I I was on a diet, you know, never gonna eat, you know, whatever. And then they, they came out the trouble. I just couldn't control myself. I ate a, ate a piece of cake. Like that's the language that people use, right? I couldn't control myself, you know. Just ate potato chips. Nobody can eat just one. <laughs> Nobody can eat just one. You can't do it, right? you know. So you hear them telling you, I can't, "I can't do it," you know, right? We need to create language that we can do it. Um, and the the more we bang in, so that's the mitzvah b'chart to b'chaim. So that's the the opposite of the yitzhara. The tishul of anachah means you know we, we 
we've allowed ourselves to be under this shlita of this power which is overpowering us. So the Rashi was saying that the opposite is the mitzvah ubechar to b'chayim. The 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 is to create a choice, and then ubechar to b'chayim. On top, of, on, a little bit off topic on that, but you know, on that point. But obviously, you know, you have to create. If you want to do the, do the mitzvah, you have to create a situation which allows you to have a, to, to choose properly. You know, you you, you meet an opponent. Sometimes it's better to meet him in the, in the open field as opposed to in in, in in inside of a house. You know, there's more area to you know. You want to create the the setting to be a setting which will allow you to be more effective in your choice. So I once heard a word from um, Rebecca Galinsky. So Rebecca Galinsky is the you know ever 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 hear speak? No, you ever heard of him though, right? Rebecca Galinsky was was a talent of Novartic actually in Europe. Um, he uh, eventually became he was a, he was a, he was a mashkiach in many yeshivas in Eretz Israel. he was a tremendous balmoser he was also he had a tremendous magid he, could, he had a tremendous sense of humor he could say things very well etc he's also very short extremely short you know these people you know, like custom made kapata you know, like, you know <laughs> he was like for something you know? mm-hmm. so he used to say you know the door opens up and nobody walks in you know it's me like that, 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 you know, you know, I walked in, you know. So, um, so, so Rabbi Galinsky once said, sometimes said over the following, he says he has the Kasha in the Gemara, and the Gemara says in Kedushan, you meet the Manubal, the Yitzhahara, bring him to the base matters, schlep him to the base matters. He says, I have a better idea, leave him outside. Why schlep him to the base matters? Leave him outside? Why, why are you slapping him inside? So he says like this, so he said over a story, there was a rub in the city lodge in Poland, Rebbe Chaim Meisel. was known. He was quick-witted to the nth degree. He had tremendous love for every, every yid. And uh, he's a tremendous Salmachachim. He was the rub of the city and he you know, accomplished many, many things. You know. So there was a story and, and the, the, the authorities respected him very much because you know, they, they, you know, he, he helped them sometimes you know, take care of things, but he also was very, was very sharp. So there was, a, there was a story which came to him. There was a court case between a Jew and a non-Jew and the Jew bribed the judge. And was caught. So now there's a court case against the Jew for bribing a judge. So he's asked to, to, to help this Jew in court. So he comes to court and he, he asks, you know, Your Honor, may I speak? He says, Yes, please. Um, so I want to ask Your Honor a question. Is, has Your Honor ever uh, purchased fresh fish down by the marketplace? So like, what does it do with anything? He says, Just indulge me, please. Yeah, uh, yes. He says, so how do you take it home? Because it's like, you know, flapping around. He says, you need to put it in a box. He says, so how they weigh it? They're charging you extra for the box. It's not fair. So that's no problem. He says, you take the scale. Before you put it in, the box is empty. You put the box on one side. You put the weights to balance it out. You know what those weights are. Then you add the fish. And then you weigh it again. You balance it out the second time. And the second set of weights is what you pay for. Ah. He says, sometimes the goal is it's just even, even, even the scales. He says, a Jew would never bribe the judge that he should win. But we all know that this, the, the court system over here, that any case between a Jew and a non-Jew, the non-Jew always wins. The Jewish are trying to balance the scale. <laughs> that's, that's what Raya Chaim said. Apparently he knew the judge well, and he said it with the right tone of voice. The judge laughed, and, and that <coughs> took care of the case. Okay. So, so Rebecca Galitsky said that what the Chazal is telling you is, is that you, you can never leave the Yetzirah. But you want to be a fair fight, and the base hunters, it's a fair fight. You meet him outside, you're going to lose. Right? You stop in the base matters, you have a chance of winning. So the base matters is, is, is leveling the playing field. That's the goal of that, you know. So, but that's what you mean. We want to create settings where I, I'm able, I feel comfortable choosing. Right? The person's extremely angry. So if he can, can train himself to, to, to wait through a few moments before he makes a decision how to react, have a much better chance of reacting properly. So the, the, he has to just train himself. I'm not saying yes, I'm not saying no. I'm just not deciding yet. I'm controlling myself. I'm not going to decide yet. So the Alter von Kellum had a anger hat. And the deal was, he can't get angry unless he's wearing this hat. And the hat was in the front closet. And every time he wanted to get angry, he would have to walk to the front closet and put on the hat. So by the time he got to the front closet and put on the hat, he had cooled off a little bit, he could make a decision. Should he get angry or not? Right? So he trained himself to 
you know, does it create a circumstance which would allow him to be in control? So that's part of the mitzvah b'chart is to generate that reality. So this is how he's, so we have the Ramban that says this applies to many areas. There's a fascinating Chavsam Sefer. Now before we get that, I want to show you a piece of Marsha. Go back a page. And this is a tshuva for Moshe. This is a tshuva for Moshe. It's a halachic tshuva, okay? And the halachic tshuva, he was asked to give give over the clear responsibilities of what a Rebbe has to do as a, as a teacher in a yeshiva, what, are, what his responsibilities. Like, so as opposed to being, you know, I'm just teaching a subject. The responsibility of yeshiva is to teach life, and, you know, right and wrong, etc. <coughs> when I taught in... in, in I saw this once. Mendel Kaplan, Zatzal, um, was the first Shabbos Manish Rebbe in, in, in Philadelphia for many years. He was a Talmud. He lived in Europe. He was a Chashem Talmud Chacham. So Mendel, when he, was, when he used to say Shir, sometimes he would interrupt Shir. He said, Good morning. He interrupted. He says, Now we for a Mercer commercial. Yeah. Mercer commercial. So when I was the Rebbe in Tells, I said, You know, it's not a bad idea. Once in a while, to interrupt. And, you know, we have opportunities. Something you know, pops in your mind, which fits the fit. So you should say, and, and now for a word from our sponsor. <laughs> Brought to you by our sponsor. You know, Kodesh Baruch is our sponsor. I did all, and I would did all, say a Muslim word. So that's part of a job of Rebbe. It's not just to teach good water, it's to teach over it. So in this list of things that he says a person has to do, we're blessed with tremendous abundance. Um, there's an there's a desire to, have, to to benefit from, from the pleasures of this world. Good time. Hey, see that good time? Good time. Shagam said, "Dabrahamakaglas on the mar." This is something which is not it's it's detrimental to the person. Shemargalas yitzro l'tayv l'hisavus l'dvarim. Shein tzarek behem. He he's training himself to desire things which he has no need for them. Eventually, that's going to undermine his control. It becomes an animal. He looks for something which is has a heter maruma, which is questionable. But he'll do it to something which is improper to do. But I don't want to be that person. So the answer is, uh, but I don't believe in that. That it's probably it's probably no such mitzvah. The whole thing is over, overblown. That's not really what the Allah is. It can't be. Because it, but his motivation for his philosophy was his desire. The more says that the did the main motivation of the because if you believe in the rias remuter, they wanted a rias, so they did a as a way to do a rias. And see, the Torah is very upset about, very concerned about this issue. He didn't do any error, but also the hetzer, because he's allowing himself to indulge in, in a tremendous amount of physical pleasure. He wants the Torah So it's very important that the Rebbe is training the child against that. So Moshe's. So Ramosha, you know, sees this as, you know, that, that this is a very important training that we have to learn, learn to train to control ourselves. It's fascinating, Ramban. Uh, some sort, but it's a back page. So it's a Pasuk, and Parshas Re'e. Pasuk says that, Ki yarchi v'ashem ezgulcha, keshadi v'alach, so the Barsham is going to expand Eretz Yisrael. You're now going to move, you know, me further, far away from the Mikdosh. And in the, in the Midbor, Kleiser was only allowed to eat meat through the vehicle of a korban. They would, if they wanted to eat meat, they'd have to bring a korban, and then, then a korban shlamim, the Bible gets the meat afterwards. So they would bring the korban and get the meat. You don't go into Eretz Yisrael, you're going to live far away from the Mikdosh. So then the Barsham was mat, what's called basar taiva, eating meat just for a taiva purpose. So here's the part of that. You say, yeah, I want to eat meats. Because you desire to eat meats. 
you should make sure that you're taking care of your physical needs immediately don't push it off before you become uh, famished and then you'll have a great desire at that point in time then you're going to eat for time purposes and then the neshama is not going to be eating for the proper reasons. Now, so we're going to see the Gemara in a second. The Gemara says like this. You know, let's let's, see, let's, let's hold this and see the Gemara. The page before is the Gemara. So the Gemara is in Hedrin. The Gemara comes along and says, <coughs> top of the page. Prison should not bring himself into a situation of of a challenge of an Israel, David brought himself to a situation of a challenge of an Israel, and he and he was he, he failed, he stumbled. How so? David said to Hashem. Rebunishal the master of the world. Why why is my name not in the in the list? So Omar the Barsham answered back. They were tested, you weren't tested. Omar the fun of Rebunishalam, Bakhaneni Minaseni. Test me. Okay. There's a pasuk and tell him. That that the David Melch asked Hashem should test him. Omer the Barsha said, "I will test you." I'm going to do you a favor that I did not do for the others. I'll tell you what the challenge is going to be. They were never told beforehand what the challenge is going to be. But you, I'm going to tell. What am I going to tell you? That the Manisna Lacha Bedwar Erva. So I'm going to test you in the area of Arias. This is what Kosh Baruch told Dov. Miyad, Vahile Serev, Miyakum Dov Mel Mishkavoy. So Dov Melech has this whole story of Bashev, which, which he's next to him. But the Morris says that there was a step before that. Omar of Yehuda. David Melch came up with this great idea that if a word about Arias, the answer is to, he had many wives, is to indulge himself in his wives. And by doing that, he will not have a feel he's fulfilled his taiva. He will not be desirous of any other woman. So he won't be challenged. So he was. He allowed himself to, to, to not only by night and by day, in order to be surveyed from Tashmish. Okay, great plan. <laughs> you forgot the concept which we know that there's a small organ in the body. But if you indulge it, you try to fill it up, it becomes more and more hungry. And if you don't do the opposite, then you surveyor from it. Okay, he was on the roof. He saw a woman who was washing herself on her roof. So, she was very beautiful. So the more Basheva have a So she was washing her hair. She's a married woman. She's washing her hair, but she can't do it publicly. She had some type of like, like a canopy spread out over her, uh, like it was a large basket spread out. So she's doing it under the basket. So she's fine. Also, Sutton. The Sutton came because that's his job is to test people. And appeared to David as if he was a bird. Posik Begira. 
So David shot an arrow to catch the bird. Well, the, the arrow went exactly where the sun wanted to go. Paschal it ripped open the basket. Igalia, he saw the saw her. Vikaza, he saw her. And then he went and took Bashem. So the Gemara says that David had this plan to sort of deal with the desire up front and thereby be protected about it in the future. But the Gemara says it didn't work. So it comes to some service says, so what about my food? What about the eating? So he says, it would be proper to give yourself the food up front, not to be challenged in the field, down the road. Like David Melch he wanted to fulfill his time before he would be hit by this major type, which would then be challenging to him. He made a mistake. So he, the more says, there's one Aver which has this problem. But the other Avorim don't have this problem. Which means, who ate some in the Chayna. But it comes to eating or other types of desires. It's not a bad idea. It's a good idea. Double Mouse's plan works. He forgot that it doesn't work by this Aver. Okay, no more count. So now let's shot in the Pasuk. You now have this Rach Vashidayim, and you have meat available. And you say, let's eat some meat. Before you have this major Taiva driving you towards it. Because if you you get to the point of desire, first of a let's eat meat. You know why not? You have some meat. Let's eat meat. No major thought process, etc. But if, however, if you reach reach the point, if you don't eat it right away, but you wait till the point, and then you push it off, and then it's going to become more and more a fixation and a focus, and you get to the point that you have a strong timer for it. Then you're going to eat it because of Suppose it says, don't wait to that point. So, so if it, you know, it says a situation where a person develops an interest in something, you know, instead of trying to fight it, which many times just doesn't work. In the back and the forth, in the back and forth, the more you, the, the more you, the, the back and forth, the more the mind is engaged in being interested in it. So the, the, the solution for that is why why do you get to the fight to start with? If you can eat it in a control situation up front, where you're still in control, uh, you can eat it for you know just you know why not? There's meat available. Let's eat some meat. No major thing out of it. But if you don't do that, it becomes a, a fixation. Still becomes this, etc. So he's learning. Now, the Raman says it's Vishar Taibas also, you have this problem. And he's saying that it's even this positive that that's not true. And that's shut the more the more is D, because So I didn't put it into the packet, but there's a fascinating um, Sefer Akeda, which is one of the Bisharim, which he, um, he uh, says, Averkotan is not referring to the, to the, the male or the, the, the Organ procreation. It means it's referring to the eyes, it's referring to the ears, it's referring to any aver of the uh, person, even the small ones. This is what happens. That's how he touches it. So, you know, one of the areas which I think we have a challenge in our society nowadays is in the world of eating. So, according to the you know, the eating thing is really a challenge. Um, you know, I, I, but, but yeah. In the Ramban, is it clear that we're talking about? Maybe it's only a case where something is negative. I mean, eating is neutral. It depends how you. Well, it depends. Because the Ramban sounds, it sounds to me like if it's a negative taiva, it's going to cause you to have a more negative taiva. You well, can argue it, that eating is. Well, Zimas Nashim said that Zimas Nashim is a negative. Well, Bob Dafkin, because even the Morris case was it was his wives. W. Mel's wife. It wasn't anything which was offered to him. Davis case, yeah. Right, I'm saying, but that's that's the, that's the example that the Ramban brings. He brings David Mello. He brings that Gemara of Maribos Sebeos Maspios Royev. But uh, the Chabzarver doesn't, you know, doesn't see it like that. What's interesting is, like, so how do we balance this out with, um, you know, so, 
how are you supposed to eat food? Uh, you know, like what what is supposed to be the hashkafah of the Torah of how to eat? So there's one hashkafah like the Bali Musa, like you know, you try and this kind of called precious, you know, the person is uh, limits the amount that he eats, or uh, limits the way he eats it, or doesn't do it in a way which is taivadik, etc. In order not to not to be fallen to the trap of taiva, and you're eating it just because a person is a person is supposed to eat. <coughs> Um, by the by the by the, by the there's Rapsodic has a kudras ace oichel he calls it that's uh, in pre-tzadik and embraces he has a kudras he talks about the concept of achila and he develops the chasidish approach where there's the you know, achila in a way which is pleasurable can be about a hashem so I, I I explain that with 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 the following story it's a marshal but it's a true story. Just these bonus in the, in the story brings out, I think, a, a very good marshal. So when I was in yeshiva, excuse me if I get choked up for the story. I, a lot of times I say for the story, I get choked up. So um, I had a chaver in yeshiva. His name was Gershon Suchi. Gershon came from Sydney, Australia, to tell yeshiva. He was probably 16 years old. Um, and his parents were Holocaust survivors. If I recall correctly, both of his parents had lost a um, family in the war. They had been married already and lost lost the family, you know, a spouse and children. After where they met, they had one child. This Gershon. They ended up in Sydney, Australia. I don't know exactly the story there, but they, they're from Czechoslovakia. The father's from Czechoslovakia. I don't remember which of the mother things. was also from Czechoslovakia. They met after the war. They, you know, they ended up in Sydney, Australia. They got to the point where they realized it wasn't really Torah education for their child. So they sent the, tel- the child away to tell Yeshiva. They were not well to do in any, any, any stretch of imagination. They could not afford to bring him home for Yomtiv. So he didn't go home for four years. He couldn't afford to call home because in those, this is in the 70s which of those of you who are old enough to remember, a phone call to Australia was, was about $6 a minute. <laughs> so he called home twice a year, before Pesach and before Shoshana. And the rest of the year, he, there was letters. They, every week he would write a letter home, and he'd send, mail it, you know, the areograms, remember the areograms? Oh, thin paper. Thin paper, he'd fold up and make the envelope itself. So he'd send an areogram, and, his, and he would get back an areogram from his parents. You know, it was like, you know they would you know, sw- switch off every single week. After four years, he's going home. And you can imagine, you know, I, I, my mind can't absorb this. You know, this is a Holocaust survivor. It's a Jewish mother, Holocaust survivor. There's nothing more precious to her than her ch- only child. It's a son, it's an only child. She sent him away to Yeshiva for four years. It's like the, the Gevura is mind-boggling. So imagine after four years, he's going home. Right. So what's she, what's the Jewish mother going to do? She's going to make him a suda, which Shlomo Melech would be would be embarrassed of, you know, you know, embarrassed Shlomo Melech, you know, like it's, it's you know, suda Shlomo Veshaita doesn't compare to it, you know, every single thing which he ever wants in his life, desired and had had no offer from, it was on the table, right? She so sits down to that table, he starts eating the meat, right, and it's his favorite. He hasn't had his home home cook, his mother's cooking for four years, and he tastes tastes that steak. If you just taste the flavor of the steak, he missed the boat. In that steak, there's four years of love and longing and desire for her child. That's what's in that steak. Kosh Baruch gives us an apple. It's all the Kosh Baruch's love for a human being is in that apple. That's why the apple tastes so good. If you just taste the flavor of the apple, you missed the boat. That's what Rosh writes. So it's also quite a challenge to do that. But it's not that you have to, you know, ignore the flavor. You have to actually savor the flavor. But if you stop at the flavor, you miss the boat. So problems with many times you stop at the flavor. But the, the Bali Mutra came along and said, you know, we're not doing that. So at the end of the day, you just get focused in the, in the time element, and then it leads you into who knows where. So what can we do? So I think there's two things we can do. So one of them is a Saperna. Yeah. On the... I'll go back a few pages. There's a, there's a piece of support over here in Bishalach. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I, I really should put numbers on the pages. 
So the Torah says like this. So, so the, the Barashim is sending f- sending food for Klai Yisrael. And so they come and they complain that they, they don't have they don't have they don't have uh, any there's no food anymore there's no bread. And the Barashim sends them Slav and Mon. They come to Moshe and say, "Why do you take that Mitzrayim?" And the Barashim says back to them that you should know that Hashem took you out of Arab. Uh, you'll know that Hashem took out of Mitzrayim. So, what's the, what, why is that the fact that Russia will provide the food that you know that He took out of Mitzrayim? Like, what's the, the connection? So, Zok the Superna, the Moshe Rabbeinu said the following: He said, "Shemash Amarli Shitan Lechamozin." The Russian said he's going to bring food for Klaus. I'm hoping that Russia will do it. You'll get your food in the evening for the evening. This will be the final complete completion of your exit from Israel. Why? This will take you out of the lifestyle that you lived in Israel. The Bible says you were sitting in Israel. And with meat very available. Built these man suda with no set time for eating. Kibahamas like the animals. Animals graze. Human beings should have set times for Achilah. In Mitzrayim they grazed. The matter says that Kleisa was comparable to the, the, the chickens which are pecking all over the Ashba looking for things, which is constant. Mashiach came along and said, "No, you should only eat at certain times in the day." He says, "So the final completion of the tzia from Mitzrayim is when you stop grazing." So the first issue which we have is that we graze too much, right? No. We have food available constantly. So you're constantly snacking, right? He says, "So I'm not saying don't indulge. Don't even if you say don't indulge yourself, just don't graze, all right?" Eat your meal, enjoy your meal, have a good time with your meal. You have three meals a day, you have three meals a day, but you eat breakfast and then you eat lunch. Then you eat supper. If you, if you tell me that you know, it's more healthy, some like say it's more healthy to eat smaller amounts, it's good. So be careful, you know, the times you're going to do it and how much you're going to eat. Right there, young man. Right? It's not like you're, you, know, you can have a good, you know, I'm not saying you can't have a good time. Enjoy your food. Just be, it should be with limits, you know, when. So the Bernard sees that the process of grazing. Is a process of acting like a behavior. It's fascinating as a partner. Because then you control it, then you have a meal. Right. Are you grazing, then food controls you. They're not even noticing it. Right. Next thing you know, like, wow. You know, I, I mean, I hit, hit, hit me this one time. I was, I was, you know, I was you know, up late learning. Something that I'm up late learning, I get very tired, you know, but I need to work on something. So you, if you munch, it keeps you awake. You know? yeah. So I was munching Cheerios. And I got to the point that I had a shallow, I had a bench. Because <laughs> you eat too many Cheerios, it's possible because since you have to bench afterwards, you know, like, you know, just, I, think, I think you have to bench. <laughs> you know, so um, that's one issue. The other issue, which which I have, to, you know, even if we go with the, the Mahalach of Rabbi you say that you know that we're not going to say that I should eat food which is you know you know tasteless, you know, and you know, etc. I'm going to eat food. I'm going to enjoy the flavor of the food, etc. But the fact that food is a topic. Is very, is very, is, 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 is just undermines the undermines everything. All right, that the the, the point that's been is that if you're 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 since these things are available, I'm right up after them. You know, so, okay. So what's the latest food which is available? Like, what's the latest type of dish we can get? You know, the latest type of wine. The latest, like last year, we were very happy with you know the, the five dollar bottle of wine. Now we need the fifteen dollar bottle of wine. You know, because it's uh, right, it tastes better. Like, like. You know, did you try out this restaurant? Did you try out that restaurant? Like, you know, like, why are we trying out restaurants? You know, you know, you know somebody says, you know, I heard you visited, you know, uh, Omaha. Yeah, there's a Gishmaka restaurant there. Like, that's the excitement of the city. They had a Gishmaka restaurant there. You know, like, you know, like, like you know, I understand. You know, why, like, you know, right. So, you know, the person, you know, so he went to New York, you know, he went to New York, so, so, you, know, so you visited this base medrash, and you visited this the shul, you visited this Tamachochum, you know, like, no, I I I, I went to, to, to doggies, you know, like you know, the excitement. Yeah, I went to doggies, you know, like, like, uh, um, what was it called Schmelke Schmelke 
Shmuel Bernstein. Shmuel Bernstein. Shmuel Bernstein. So, you know, like you know, that's like you know. Yeah, I went to. Somebody told me he, you know, he went. He went to visit. You know, I asked somebody like you know, they, they went to vacation. They went to Italy. He says yes. He went to we went to Venice and we. There's a very nice restaurant there. That's the first thing he tells me. That's all you can say about Venice is a very nice restaurant there. I mean, I'm talking about you know Yiddish issues like you know Venice is it's, it's, you know this gorgeous city with you know gondolas and waterways. You know, beautiful old. First thing he tells me is there's a nice there's a nice restaurant there. Like you know, what are we doing? If food is a topic by us. Food is a heck of tips that the person needs to have. Yes, when your wife serves you food, you say, you know, you know, it tasted very good, it did taste very good, you appreciate it very much, and you say thank you, and you, you, know, you, you elaborate, it was a very tasty meal, thank you so much for making a tasty meal. Beautiful. Fine. And I'm looking forward to that you should do it again, and last time you did it like this, like, whoa, 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 whoa. You're like, where did it come from? <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, we're, it, it, it's, we made it, uh, it, we're right with it. It's become something we're right with after. So that's the problem. It was, it was, it was the main avoda in the temple. The main avoda in the temple, the main avoda in the temple, I would put like this, right? <laughs> You know, we have to understand that you know we don't understand the base of Mikdash. The base of Mikdash was qu- quite a unique. Our picture of of, of Tfila was was this very very serene, pure, detached type of process. Basically, it was very physical. They put the things on the mizbeach, etc. They burn it. They would eat it, etc. Yes, that's true. But if you look at the Ramchal, when he talks about the kavanas that the Kahanim had when they were doing the Chila, the, the Yichud of the different chambers of Kodesh Baruch Hu, you realize that it, was, looked, it looked very similar to what we're doing, but it had no shaykh as to what we're doing. That's the problem. We don't have the Kavanah, we just have the eating. We just have the eating. Yeah, we're just left with the eating part of it. You know, yes, the, the, the final Kiddush of this world is that the human being is a combination of physical and, and spiritual, and you can do an act which could be physical and spiritual. Right? So you can have a Chila... Like the Shulchan says, he goes along the, the, you know his his sulam of Aliyah, and he has a meter precious, and he finally gets to the you know the final one is kedusha. He says we get to the madrig of kedusha. So when when the, when they would bring the the matana of the uh, to the to Navi Alisha, and he ate it, it's like being of a korban because Alisha is achila was equivalent of a korban. It was kedusha. Yes, a human being can be kaddish. You can have achila, which is a combination of physical and spiritual. But we're not there. Uh, so what can we do to at least define our Achila in a way which is, uh, without the, taking away the, the pleasure element, because we're not ready to do that. I don't think that's, that's something which realistic, but, but to, to do it in a way where the person's coming along and saying, you know, I'm, I'm giving myself you know, two fairly, not, you know, it's, it's, they sound not difficult, but they are extremely difficult. I'm not going to graze, okay? I'm not going to graze. You know, it's like, I'm not going to eat chocolate cake. You know, next thing you know, I'm eating chocolate cake. Mm-hmm. Right, and it wasn't my fault. I could control myself like that. You know, you go to all the into the 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 weight the, the Weight Watcher meetings. You know, like you know, it's like the part of the conversation is you know, oi, very the chocolate cake. You know, there's two ways to go about it. You can look at the negative aspect of it. You know, like don't graze, don't do this, don't do that. Or you can say, eat like eat the right way, and that starts. Like Manshavis, right? So maybe that's the. So saying, but if, if you, but I think point is Rosalik's point. I think you're saying is a good point. Rosalik's point is that there's a way you could eat, which is, is it's, a, it's extremely. It's not so difficult. Just add a moment. I think this is what the bracha does for you. That this is Kodesh Baruch gift and blessing that He's given to you. Enjoy it, but feel the presence of Kodesh Baruch at that moment. Yeah, but you're not really supposed to enjoy food on, on a weekday. You're supposed to eat so you have strength. On Shabbos, you're supposed to eat. So he, he does That's... It's for people. Like, no, no, I mean, no, no. <laughs> look, it's, 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 if you think about it every time you eat, then, 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 you know, if you think about it. If you could do it, right? But, but, but you know, but, but the point, point I'm saying is, if we set it up in ways which we have, the more you're eating with your, when you're, you're in control, it's a decision to eat. So then you can decide how to eat. You can decide to eat the, the amount that you need for the right purposes, understand the bounty, understand the blessing. And a lot we could do with, with Achila if there's thought. As long as your mind is on top of it. Right, as long as your mind is on top of it. Kaiva is when you do what you don't really want right, to do. Right, right. You're it's saying a, you're going to eat this meat. The, 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 the kurva here is the self-control. I think that's the the is a place where we, we constantly interface with self-control. Right. I think that the more we make Achila a topic, 
just al-tachila, the more we're undermining our thought process. The more we're undermining that, you know, we're, we're making that the goal is food, and my mind is there to, as a hechadim to get, create food. Right? I can sit there and figure out how I'm going to get the next latest, most exciting, you know, latest dish. Like, you know, I remember, like, how many years ago it came out, there was a, there was a cookbook that came out, Death by Chocolate. Oh, I remember that one. <laughs> and I, I remember looking at it, like, are you out of your mind? Like, uh, like Death by Chocolate? Like, what, what you're saying is, you know, that, that chocolate is so geschmack to you, and so exciting to you, and so important to you, that, you know, you would love to die just eating chocolate. Right? That's, you know, you know, and they have these decadent cakes, which are like, you know, 17 layers of, like, you know, like there's 4,000 calories in each bite. You know, I mean, like, you know, that's the point. You know, Shkayev, you know. And that's our society. Like, I want, there was a question a person told me, like, you know, that, you know, the world of care before, what they grappled with before the war in Europe, they nobody had, they there was there was there was philosophical debates. There was you know there were with ideologies. Is it communism? Is it socialism? Is it Zionism? Is it Judaism? You know, and it says America. There's, there's there's no ideological debates over here. The issue is very simple. Taifu, you know, Taifu Zakhil and Taifu Noshim. That's that's the challenge of our society. This is this is Mitzrayim. We are back in Mitzrayim. America is like you know, we're back to Mitzrayim. The Torah describes Mitzrayim. It was you know it was very very physical society. The tremendous issues of uh, of, thai, of of Arias, etc. So we're back to Mitzrayim. So uh, this is, but the the Rizal says that that um, the Rikas of Golis comes because of the the hate of indulging Tivers improperly, specifically Tivers Nashim. And Mashiach will come, and we we create a ticket for that. So the, the, the generation before Mashiach is going to come. The nature of the way you get to create a ticket is by being challenged in something and overcoming it. So our our, our society has to be a challenging. Society in that area, because we have to overcome it. We have to learn how to deal with that in a, in, a, in, a, in a healthy way. And again, the healthy way doesn't necessarily mean that a person isn't enjoying it. Right? The Chassamim's point isn't that you know. The Chassamim's point is, you you say you, 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 I'm eating supper, so good, eat supper, but don't make it a whole. You know, we're going to give me for supper. We're going to make it a whole discussion about supper. Like, what are we going to have for supper? How are we going to have supper? What's going to? I'm having supper. You know, you what's know, for supper? I, I ate it. I enjoyed it. I said thank you. I appreciated it. You know, but, but like the, the the conversation about it, I think is the issue. The the the, the mind space that it absorbs, I think, is where the issue is. And we do that properly. So we well, it, it's it's a tremendous process of like the, like the Chinuch says. Then you're not being right for that of you're controlling. And the, the more you control, the more you're able to control. In other areas, let's end with one, one story. Like, um, you know, the Musa, you know the, the, there's this Musa, because I'll talk about that a, a person is boiling pee in Bishasa Mariva. He, he, can, he keeps his mouth shut in the, in the time of a fight. So, um, the Russian, you know, says that he's like the, the Zara Rakim Asirim. You know, there's, there's a tremendous power to, the, to them. So there's this concept, I don't know who tied it together, that that's a moment of powerful bracha. So, um, Eric Crone has his story about, you know, that you know, that a person had been, a woman had been insulted tremendously by another person, you know, to the point where, like, you know, any normal human being would just, like, respond back, etc. And while she's about to respond, the person comes over and says, you know, I've been married for X amount of years, I don't have any children. Please control yourself. And the schools of that control yourself. Give me a bracha that I should be able to have children. It brings a story in that she had she had children after many many years. So, um, the, the the but the process of learning self control doesn't start at that moment. It's because Jews and Betzim, Betzim, we've been trained to have self control. We get up in the morning. You can't eat. You have a dava. You can't. You know. You 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 you, you have. There's a there's there's a procedure you have to follow. There's there's rules you have to follow. There's a you can't. Shabbos fine. You have to make kiddush first, right? We 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 Yom Kippur. You don't eat. You don't drink. We 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 are trained in areas of self control. But the ones which are very clearly delineated, we're pretty good at. The ones which are nebulous, we get confused at. But we need that. We need that not only for these areas. We need that for all areas of life. Um, So I had a story, uh, you know, uh, that I was visiting a certain yeshiva, and a young man was talking to me. He says he told me over stories. He says you know, that how a bacher controlled himself. And I ran over to the, says I ran over to the bacher and I asked him for a bracha. What happened? So bacher A is 
very he's a very popular bacher. He's he's a very good natured person. He's very helpful to other people. He's intelligent. He's very good in sharing, and you know people respect him. And he also helps other people, and he's a good voice. He's good at sports. You know, he has everything going for him. Bacher B doesn't. So he's very jealous of Bacher A. And he has, also has, he has, the Bacher B has an anger issue. So one day, for whatever reason, unprovoked, you know, they're in the dining room together, and Bacher B takes that day's lunch, which was like a, which was like a veg, vegetable stew, and throws it at Bacher A in front of the whole dining room. Face, shirt, jacket, mess, you know, Vegetables, liquids, you know. And Bakare looks at him and walks away. The young man says, I ran after him and I asked him to give me a bracha. Like to see that you have that ability to have control under that situation. The guy doesn't made a full out of him in front of the whole dining room and he just walked away. So, you know, I don't know the you know, his peers, you know, probably some respected, some they respected, but the, the the older person says, you know, that, that's a tremendous accomplishment. So I, that person has generated a tremendous kind of control of himself. He, that's, a, he, that's a source of bracha. I want, he should share this other bracha with me. So I asked him for a bracha. So this idea of control, the more we turn ourselves to, the Bali Musa worked on this, and even something that's only mutter, so it's okay, but the more we turn ourselves to be in control, the more we'll have the control when we need it, and the real challenges which are going to come along. You know, that was other monk's plan. You know, I'll have control of the time I need it. His approach didn't work. The approach that works is the more you learn to control, then you'll be in control when the time, the time comes.